The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. My name is Joel Mahalik and across the table from me is the lovely Sharon. And here I am. Here you are. Here I is. (laughs) Welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, We are actually uh, podcasting from... Our beach haven, uh, and, uh, and this is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So we have this, the portable studio set up in our beach haven. So we're on the lovely southern shores of the Indian River Bay, <clears throat> and I have always <laughs> my <clears throat> my voice my voice just doesn't want to cooperate. But we're going to metal through it. That's what we're going to do. Yes, we will. So, yes, yeah, so we're broadcasting from the beautiful Indian River Bay area. We're actually not far from the James Farm Ecological Preserve. Uh, and, it, you know, and it's actually amazing weather considering the fact that just two days ago there was a tornado that started out on the water yeah. right in front of James Farm. Did you see that video? That yeah. was amazing. And, of course, I went right to our Facebook group here at the campground right. because yeah. I was worried about the RV. You right. know, like, yeah, well, exactly. I wanted to immediately, immediately, if not sooner, to the conditions here. But anyway. Right. So that's where we're podcasting from. Here's how you get a hold of us. We are all, I was going to say, still available because we are still available. I paid the bill. Right. On the web <laughs> at jmtalk.net. Also, you can reach us on social media it is TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Why does the first part not sound right? At TikTok and Facebook. At Facebook and TikTok. No, it's got to be TikTok and Facebook, I think. Right? Yeah, I, however you want to okay. say it. That works out for me. Also, send us an email at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. Um. <laughs> Just so, the way you said that was fun. Yes. This is show number 143. I was corrected, actually. We spent... We have no internet here. Yeah, and... We have no yeah. internet, so we're struggling to find out what show was it last week, because we're not in the studio. We can't just go, oh, okay, we shot 142 last week. And thank God I'm not a betting man, or Sharon would have won some money today. Uh, yeah. Because she, she called said, it. I said... Show 142, babe. You and ca- what does he say? Oh, no, we're way beyond that. You called it. You called it. I did. So. When are you going <laughs> to learn? I'm always right. How many times this past week did you have to say, when you're right, you're right, to me? You, you, Don't never. Go, we, <laughs> I can go back and count the text. I never delete my text from you. Yeah? So I can go back and look. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I think I may have said it once. And a couple of them you had to verbalize, and you so they're not said even that all I was text. right, so I said, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, yes. So that's where we are. We're down here at the beach. The weather is beautiful. Uh, interestingly yes, it enough, is. it's not busy down here. No. But. I thought it would be much busier. Right, but we were in town. We, we, we had to go up to Lewis. So we already got here yesterday. Yeah. And we had to go to Lewis. So we had to go back up through Ocean View. Mm-hmm. Across the bridge, Dewey, Rehoboth, Lewis. Right. And then, so that took us like an hour. Truly, no, I can't... And no big deal. I guess, it's a Saturday morning. Yeah, but at the same time, any time that we're coming through Rehoboth, where the um, outlets are, it takes us an hour. Mm-hmm. No matter what time of day. Right. And that's insane to me. So coming back through the towns at 2.30, two mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And here's the thing. like it, People need to know that we're important, you and I. <laughs> we are. And we need We're superstars to, of podcast and radio. We are. Let us through. Right? We need to get through. And when it, when it opened up, it didn't gradually open up. It was just all of a sudden opened up. Yeah. I mean, we're not seeing cars turning left or right into, like, the outlets or anything, but all of a sudden it opened up and we're back up to 50 miles an hour for pretty much the rest of the way. Yeah. Like, what happened? Except for when the... I was going to say, except for when the temperature's 30. <laughs> right, yes. When the temperature's 30, we got to drive 30. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when the speed limit is 30. So it's really weird because when it's busy down here, it's busy down all of here. Yes, it is. But once you get past that, like down here in Ocean View area, and, and mm-hmm. uh, well, we haven't been in Bethany this weekend, but it's just quiet. Yet. Yet. It's just quiet. Yeah, it is. Um. So, yeah. So that's where we're at. And um, I wanted to give you an update. Because last week, I was correct. So I want you to say it again. When you're right, you're right. I have to know what I'm saying it to. Well, the CDC started rolling back mask mandates. Now, didn't I not say last week on the podcast, don't throw your masks away. You'll be using them again. Well, yeah, but I haven't heard that we have to wear a mask. (sighs) So I can't say when you write, you write. I told you about the news, though. Yes, yes, you told me. Now, tell everyone that when I'm right, I'm right. No, because I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. Anyway. I heard it from you. Anyway, aside from right, I'm sorry, the lovely right, Sharon being right, disobedient baby. right now. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, I, I, I said that, and here we go. They are starting to roll back. Now, it says that you have to wear the mask indoors in public places even if you're vaccinated in areas that ha- are severely under vaccinated the problem now is this delta variant is affecting everyone including vaccinated people that's really? the problem that's yeah that's a, i mean you know obviously we've known all along you can get covid if you're vaccinated right you know what i mean yeah so that was always the case 
you just don't have the symptoms. But this Delta is like, and now it's also messing with children where there's no vaccination yet for children under 12. Yeah. But it's it's affecting children under 12 now. Yep. You know. So, if I was a conspiracy theorist, which I'm not, then we would be talking about, oh, they're just locking us down till doomsday. <laughs> right. Well, for some people, it is doomsday. It, well, right. And, you know, and... and <laughs> The conspiracy theories out there, some of them are, are some of them are really, really funny. Um, but what's interesting is <clears throat> this isn't political. This is just day, a day in a life. Okay. Uh, I was telling you yesterday about the president tweeting out how yeah. consumer confidence is high and uh, personal income is higher. Is it? And unemployment is down. So I did have to respond to that tweet. You know, yeah, you were because I I had to let them know that my consumer confidence is not high, right? Because every single consumer product I buy, including gas, which just jumped up ten more cents overnight, I know per gallon, is not going well. Therefore, and the fact that you know, um, uh, uh, like our salaries don't go up. I know, Our right? personal finances going into the toilet because of that consumer confidence I'm supposed to have. Yay! <laughs> and then I reminded him that, of course, when you're, you start letting people go back to work, yep. unemployment will go down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the way it works. <laughs> so, um, but he, yes, he was boasting all this great stuff in the first half of his first year, but uh, none of it has come home to roost with us yet right the unemployment's not a factor um for us but i think he needed a reminder of how that works after i'm sorry in between any during the intermission of a pandemic right because i think that's where we're at right now my my thought process here is i I might have to agree with you i think we're in an intermission yeah yeah i have to agree and, um, and I keep my mask in my pocket because, you know, my gator. Because you never know. My American gator. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Would you like your water? <gasps> yes. Your H2O. I have it Yay. right over here. Oh, you're so good to me. I am good to you. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's that's sort of that on that. You know, again... Uh, as I say all the time, I, I beg people, I plead with you, don't get your news from TikTok and Facebook. You know, gather real sources and plenty of them and form your own opinion because there is no more straight so news. So you, you don't get it from TikTok or Facebook, just get it from the Joel Mahalik show. Yeah, we'll be fairly honest with you. We'll be as honest with you as we can. <coughs> but Excuse me. Like I said, you have to have... You have to have multiple sources yeah. that are reliable. You have to, and, and the shame of it is, is you have to form your own opinions these days. It wasn't like that. I remember when I was younger, and you uh, were told what to think. No, when, oh. no, no. When I was younger and watching the news, they just read the news to you. Here's, because you here's were naive. News. Here's here's the news. Uh, Walter Concrete was not trying Who? to change minds. Walter Concrete. Okay. Walter Concrete. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say his name wrong? Help me out. Walter Concrete. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Walter Conk Show? I don't know. What, <laughs> what? the hell? Wow. Back, I'm talking about those newsmen. 
Those. Or how about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Morrow. Oh, the humanity. Cronkite. When he was, what is it? Cronkite. I said concrete. <laughs> Con- <laughs> you said concrete. <laughs> <laughs> so I put the R in the wrong place. It's Cronkite. Yes. That doesn't sound right to me. It can't be Cronkite. He would need okay, well, to call him is. up and tell him to change his name. Okay, well, it's kind of hard to do that. It'll be long that. distance. It'll be long distance. Wow. Well, <laughs> oh, guess what his middle name is? Con- Leland. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> no wonder I'm on radio. <laughs> I'm in good company. Right? And that's the way it is. <laughs> And that's the way the cookie crumbles. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Wow. I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, Walter Leland Concrete. Cronkite. Why don't you get it right? (laughs) Junior. (laughs) Oh, so there's two Lelands in his family. If he's at least, if he's a junior. Yeah. That's right. That's right. When you write, you write. See, folks, you heard it right here. When I'm right, I'm right. No, 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 no. I said that just because it's funny to say. <laughs> okay. Fine. So, um, all right. So, let's see. We talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, while I gave the Wawa update last... Oh, we were in Wawa the other morning. And, like, now the candy shelves are getting in. Not that I need I know, candy, but we right? walked in, and, and the first thing I you don't... see is the candy shelves were starting to become empty. Like... Yeah. I mentioned last week that we ran into somebody at the Wawa, and they did explain that there's a there's a COVID breakout like at the warehouse where trucks are stuff is manufactured, trucks and, are packed, yeah, trucks are shipped. What he said was, yeah, and there's people that just don't want to work. Well, that's <laughs> that's the true pandemic, right? You know. Conspiracy theories aside, the government would not have given everyone $600 on top of unemployment to stay home. Oh, my God, I know. But we won't go there. I know. Yeah, we won't go there. We won't go there. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. But... I... Because I've been... Because I've been really bashing Wawa lately... And, again, as I always say, if you don't know what a Wawa is, uh, I'm very sorry. Right. But I have to give them props because on the way down here to the beach yesterday, mm. uh, we stopped there to get something to eat because we we're obviously on the road. Right. And uh, you got me a couple hot dogs. Yes, they were special <laughs> hot dogs, too. <laughs> and I said to you on the way there, I was giving, telling you what I wanted because I was going to walk Molly and you were going right. to go in. And I, and I said... Get them from the back of the case, too, if you can, because maybe they'll be fresher. Because usually yeah. when I get a hot dog from Wawa, it's a wrinkled, crinkled, dry, old yep. hot dog yep. in a so- soaking wet bun, wet from hot dog sweat. <laughs> you understand me? The hot I dog gotcha. sweats gotcha. so bad, the perspiration wets the roll. Ew. Through and through. That tinkies. But you came out and you said these uh, are going to be... What did you say? I said these are special hot dogs. They're going to be balls. Yes, and because they weren't even marked yet. That's how fresh they were. No, oh, no. They, they, they weren't even marked with the, with the right. magic marker. No, there were no hot dogs in the case. So I said, do you have any hot dogs coming up? And they said, yes, as a matter of fact, I was just getting ready to put them on the buns and put them out. They weren't even bunned yet. And you, they weren't bunned? 
They were not bunned yet. Bunt. Bunda. Bunt. <laughs> so. Right. So you they got. Were, they were amazing. You got super, super fresh hot dogs. Now that doesn't fully vindicate Wawa from not having right. the GD half and half lemonade tea. <laughs> you know, you have me. No matter when I stop in a Wawa, whether you're with me or not, the very first place I go is to look and see if they have the diet half and half. Good. That's the first thing I go to do. I have four of the small bottles that work in a fridge. I almost brought them here. But what happened was I went over to Wawa during a week to get gas, and they had the small ones, two for right. two. Right. And I I mean I, I love this stuff so much that I did. I paid a dollar for a small bottle and I bought like <laughs> six of them and I'm having one with lunch every day Aww. to stretch out. Because here's the thing. The problem is is I have to buy their tea now. Since I got hooked on the half and half lemonade tea yeah. diet stuff, yeah. their iced tea tastes like sewage water. <laughs> it really does. But no, now I believe you. I just since yeah. I've had to buy it, and I'm not buying it every day. Right. Some days I just go with Crystal Light and or water because. Right. But now that like I'm like my taste buds are going. Hey, yeah, I think I know this stuff. It's not full on like you know I used to drink that yeah. stuff by the. Right. By the gallon, <laughs> but it's just like hey yeah my taste buds are like I remember you I remember you, and it so it's not as bad. But then, like, Friday, I felt, I, I, I got halfway through, and I'm like, I'm holding my cup, I'm like, I'm feeling like Michael uh, Corleone in the third one, <laughs> when he was trying to get out of the right. mafia, he's like, as soon as I'm out, it pulls me back in, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's not bothering me as much. Right. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, 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 I wanted to give some partial props to Wawa, because, <clears throat> wow, man. Uh, you right? Yeah, because the hot dogs were amazing. Yeah, they were. So, anyway, um, so, you know, coming up on the show, obviously we have our one by the week, which we do every week. Yep. <coughs> um, and I'm sorry about my coughing. It's pretty rude. <laughs> it is. But a long time ago, a genius in the industry told me never... Uh, delete content again. So anyway, um, coming up, we have a one by the week. Uh, we got to tell you about something going on in our area, which is really cool. We want to mm-hmm. give a big shout out. And then in the third segment, I have no idea yet. Oh, I'm wow. Ma- I'm making it up as I go along. Well, don't you normally do that? Sure, all the time. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> after this quick break, we'll be back with more of the show, so don't go anywhere. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem. 
and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the program, folks. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And thanks for listening to number 143 this week. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast right from the website at jmtalk.net. So make sure you do that. And hey, listen, drop us a line. Let us know if you like it. And if you do like it, share with friends. Share with enemies. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Just share it. Right? And, uh, and hey, listen, feel free to review us on any of the podcast places you're listening. Wherever you listen to podcasts, do a quick review. Yeah, let it, us know how we're doing. It will help us out. Well, you know, I, we, have, we have a couple, we have like two or three reviews on Apple, but no reviews anywhere else. So, oh. help a brother and sister out. Right? right? Anyway, so welcome back to the program. We... Uh, we took a longer break than usual. Now you don't know that because we this is a podcast, so you were only going for ninety seconds. We we're going like a half hour because we're struggling <laughs> with our internet here at the beach house, and we have no internet in this campground, so it's difficult. And we're we're fighting to make sure we have our content with us. And right. where, where's our content located on the cloud? <laughs> right. So anyway, thank you for hanging in there. I'm looking to make sure... Oh, I, okay, I just saw something change in the audio um, signal. But I think, it's, I think it's because the air conditioner popped on. I think it's the hum from that. It's not me tapping? No, because it's constant. I'm more concerned that it's like the phone. But if I, if I move this away... Our cloud phone, that is. No, it, so it's, it's not that. Okay. I hope it's not that. If it's the hum in the air conditioner, we can't do anything about that, and it's very low. Yeah. You know, but okay. anyway. So, uh, we want we have a shout-out. We have a local shout-out that we want to do, uh, and um, uh, because we're excited, and a lot of people are excited about this. A local shout-out right from our uh. hometown in Bear, Delaware. So, yep. for the local listeners, and if you're in, from other places in Delaware, you know, Delaware is small. There's really no long drive in Delaware. Right. So, but it takes a half hour to get everywhere. Really? No, I just like saying <laughs> that. <laughs> That's good marketing, though. Right. <laughs> so we want to talk about uh, the Bear Drive-In. Yes, there is a drive-in Dry- movie theater. I know. In Bear, Delaware. Isn't that exciting? It's a two-screener, and it opened yesterday, Friday, the tw- uh, the thirtieth. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Yes, on July 30th. Yesterday it opened up. And it's located at... Um, where's that address at? It's located at 1061 East Songsmith Drive in Bear, Delaware. They're behind the Lowe's on Route 7. Right. Basically. And uh, so the website's currently under construction, but you can get you can find them at Facebook and Instagram. They have both of those. But there's some information... Now, this is really exciting for us. We actually can't wait to have a date night and go there. Right. Exactly. Because let, uh, a little bit of a background, um, you and I grew up 
going to drive in movies. Yep, sitting on the top of my dad's station wagon. Right. And we <laughs> I mean, had not our, you and me. We met no, later on, but you know. Right. But, and we had a um, station wagon as well. And we had our sleeping bags and our pillows. Yeah. And we were able to lay in the back of the car and watch the movie. And you had that speaker thingy hanging on your front window. (laughs) And if your window wouldn't go up all the way, you had an issue with it the way it was hanging. Yeah. So, therefore, you had an issue hearing it. So, uh, but I believe they're doing their sound through the radio. Yeah, they're using FM transmitters for the sound. But, you know, and since you brought it up, being nostalgic about it, because that's really how we are with this whole thing. Yeah. The, uh, when, also, if you remember, going to the drive-in back then, because every, like, when you pulled up, there was always a stand with two speakers, so yeah. a car could sit on either side of that yes. stand. Yes. Um, and so, anyway, so when you you got out, you were in your sleeping bags. We were yep. on the roof of the car sometimes yeah. in lawn chairs, but you heard the speakers from the entire lot. Yes. So you heard the yes. movie in this really I don't even know what to call, it, but it was a very unique sound of yes. it just being in the air. Exactly. So if you were watching it outside your car, you really didn't need to have the speaker because. Even cars right. that weren't taken up a speaker, it was coming through those speakers. So yeah, it was just exactly. all over the place. Exactly. That won't be the case here because, you know, the FM transmitter is... There's two ways that any theater is going to get... A drive-in will get it to you. And the, the, the cheaper way, the less expensive way, is FM transmitters where you can right. go Bluetooth. Right. So, yeah, so FM transmitter... Um, so here's some details about it, okay? The grand opening was yesterday. Uh, currently this week they're showing um, Fast and Furious 9. I don't... Fast and Furious, oh my God. One was enough, but anyway. <laughs> and Disney's Jungle Cruise, which... I wasn't entirely interested in that. But then I saw the trailer and I thought, ah, oh, it could be pretty good. But I do think that it's very important for Hollywood to know something. Or whoever is making right. the movies now. Yeah. The Rock does not have to be in every single movie that comes out in theaters. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? There does. are other I people. I love him. <laughs> I love him. Uh, so. And he's a big money draw. Yeah. That's why he's in every movie. So, as I understand it, uh, tickets, I think, are $15 per person. There are discounts for children under 12, and seniors are over 55. Uh, and I believe they're doing, like, a Wednesday special, uh, one total for the whole car, right. uh, something like that. Um, as far as the gates go, uh, parking will not begin any sooner than 7 p.m. on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. Showtimes will always start at dusk. For films throughout the season. Now, I say that because this will close in October and November. Okay. Um, so. Why? Well, because. If you're watching the movie <laughs> in the warmth of your car, <laughs> you know, why does it have to end in the winter time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else? So, we get the location. Website's currently under construction uh, their Facebook is that will tell me up here um, 
I thought it would give me their Facebook name. Anyway, you can find them by just looking up Bear Drive-In, B-E-A-R, on Facebook. And they also have an Instagram. Not to be confused with B-A-R-E. Like Bear Naked. Right. That's later on. But anyway. Uh (laughs) So, um, I always thought that... And I think I'm not. I think we mentioned it uh, a while back on the program. I thought there would be more drive-ins that would happen because of the pandemic. Like I thought the pandemic right. would give a immediate birth to this. You mm-hmm. have to understand this company has rented is renting property. I happen to know who the property owner is. They're renting property. So it's not even a paved lot. You know, it's going to be a mowed grass lot. And the screens are, are, it's very unique. The screens, they basically put a double stacks of uh, those shipping containers, Mm -hmm. white, and then the screen is attached to them. So that way, you know, if this doesn't work out, they're not there long term, whatever, everything just gets hauled away. Right. Uh, the ticket booths are, are very, uh, uh, I don't want to, I guess rudimentary because it's just little quick pop-up ticket booths. Yeah. So you're going to buy your tickets, you're going to drive into the field, you know, and then everything's Mm -hmm. on the FM transmitter. So there's not much to it. And when you think about how, I mean, this announcement was only made a little over a month ago. And they they were like, and we're coming in weeks. We will be open in weeks. Right. And I always thought that the pandemic would just give a rebirth to Mm -hmm. drive-ins. And I even, I had this conversation with our, you know, my sister, Terry. Right. Who works in a theater business but not driving. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised your company's just not finding ways. Several Walmarts during the pandemic, not ours, but several Walmarts, I think fifty different locations in the nation or something, did pop up drive ins. Wow. On Friday nights or something like that. And you remember the you remember the ice cream place that was down the street from where we used to live? They used to have uh, mm. Movies on a yes. big screen in their parking yes. lot on mm. Saturday nights. Losing Thursday my voice. Night. Losing my voice. Thursday nights. It was Thursday nights. So, with the ease of how fast that Bear Driving has been able to set up, mm-hmm. the fact that there's no wiring, you know, right? I just thought it would happen all over. I'm, I, and of all places, I'm glad it happened in our neck of the woods. Right. Me too. So, you know, we just want to give a really huge shout out to them, to yeah. the to the, the ownership of Bear Drive-In. Amazing thing you're doing. Uh, yeah. I'm, we wish them the very best that it works out. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'd like to see it become, you know, a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm also wondering how often their movies will change. Like, you know, in a traditional theater, I think the... The movies usually run a couple of weeks. It's only two screens, so I almost wonder how often the movies will be rotated right. around. Uh, because obviously that might also lend to a reason for us to run out there and go to the movies. Right. You know? and so anyway, big shout out to Bear Drive-In. Catch them on Facebook and Instagram. We'll have the links to those spots on the show notes that accompany the podcast. Right. Uh, so you can go there and get that. So there is that. There is that. Now let me see if this is going to work. Now, all right, no, sorry, so I do have it. I have it. It's just weird. <laughs> I need to take a drink. I'm almost out of drink here. I am out of drink after the sip. 
I took a half sip, so I have a little bit to get me through the rest of this. <laughs> so now is the Wombat of the Week. Now, if you want to get involved with the Wombat of the Week, you can by yep. sending us a link to a verifiable news story of stupid people doing stupid things. Mm-hmm. And send it to us across Facebook at JM Talk as a DM or to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. I hope my new glasses don't do this all the time. I want to be able to see you. <laughs> And not look like a school marm looking at you. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's how you do it. And we will get these wombats on the air. Right. Now this week is... I love this one this week because this is a class A idiot. <laughs> over here. I'm looking for my mouse. There it is. Okay, I need the mouse to be up there. So, um, the trial begins for a British Columbia man accused of breaking quarantine to go to a flat earth conference. So, that, if you can't tell already, makes him a double wombat all by himself. (laughs) Right. So, a Metro Vancouver man accused of repeatedly breaking COVID-19 quarantine rules appeared in British Columbia Supreme Court this past Thursday... For the first day of his trial, amazing a trial for breaking quarantine. I mean, I you feel well, like that's a misdemeanor. I guess I was going to say I thought you would think it would be a misdemeanor or like a fine. Uh, Mac Pahar, an outspoken COVID denier and conspiracy theorist, is charged with three counts of breaking the quarantine act. <laughs> he allegedly refused to self-isolate. After returning from a flat earth conference in the United States in November 2020, at the time he spent four days in jail. They, they oh don't God. mess around. Outside the court, Pahar said he was facing an illegal, unlawful criminal trial. He said, quote, I didn't harm anybody. There is no proof I harmed anybody. There's no proof I've been sick. And yet they want to make an example out of me. He goes on to say, you know, it's about quarantining the healthy. What an absurd idea. What kind of clown world do we live in that lets them quarantine people who are perfectly healthy and, have, and haven't and have been sick for 17 years of something like that? Well. That's crazy. It's only been around a year. Right. So following Thursday's uh, hearing, Pahar, who is representing himself, uh, tells Global News that he felt... He had been completely railroaded by the judge, who he said regularly interrupted him. (laughs) But you see, the judge, that's the big guy. That's the one in charge. Right, exactly. So the judge gets to interrupt you whenever he or she wants. (laughs) That's just how it works. Right. He also faced criticism for entering and filming inside healthcare facilities at the height of the pandemic's first wave to get the truth about the pandemic. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so it goes on. In April of last year, British Columbia Supreme Court threw out a lawsuit that he filed against the British Columbia government, ruling it was embarrassing to the legal sense of that term. Frivolous and vexatious and was an abusive process. Um... So, why did I say he's a double wombat? Well, first of all, you broke quarantine three times, which apparently, as Sharon said, is very serious in Canada. Yeah. They're apparently not messing around if you spend four days in jail for it. Right. But you went to a flat earth conference. (laughs) 
anything you could do. Right. About to break right. the rules. You broke quarantine to go to a flat earth conference. Come on. I mean, listen, I realize that the Flat Earth Society has members all around the globe. <laughs> I understand that. But, you know, there are a lot of things we'd have liked to have done if we were, when we were told not to. I know. And we didn't. You know, I said it before, the rules are there. Let me say it this way, because I want to satisfy both types of people that might be listening. Right. Depending on what side of the fence you're on. The rules are there. To make society civil. And safe. And safe. So, if there was something else... I, I, I firmly believe, if there was something else going on, like the conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. say, I have to believe that no matter what side of the political spectrum that politicians in Washington are on, right. they're not going to let anybody get away with that. I would hope... I would hope. Right. I'm actually praying. But anyway. <laughs> so so that's why he's a double wombat. Because he went to a flat earth conference, as you said, out of all the things he could have done. Right. So you broke quarantine several times. And you've spent time in jail over it. And now you're, being, you're being, basically being taken to court. Right. Representing yourself. He's a triple wombat. <laughs> representing right. himself. <laughs> Only a fool represents himself. Yes. And you believe that the earth is flat. <laughs> so, um, Mach Pahar, if I said that right, is our wombat of the week. For all of those reasons. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Come on. Yeah. So... Uh, and and the so the reason I couldn't wait to do this wombat is, you know, I've been really against the flat Earth society people because I don't you know a blind man could see that they have that, that they hold no water to any of their arguments at all, right? So that being said, uh, I couldn't wait to bring this guy and this story. Onto the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you want, mm-hmm. you can say we don't care how crazy they are. If you if you've been listening to this podcast, we've had right. some real crazy wombats. Yep, get them to us. JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. Send us the link, verifiable link to a news story. Stupid people doing stupid things. Right, exactly. And we'll be sure to get it out on the air. Yep. So, fortunately for you, unfortunately for me, it's time, it's that part of the show, believe it or not, where you get to say, you have the pleasure, sometimes I feel, like tonight is one of them, because I'm struggling (laughs) with my voice. You have the pleasure of saying, goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. See, it's so lovely when you say that. That's why we call you the lovely Sharon. Right. Uh, I will be back, and I'll let you know what we're doing when I get back. So stay right there. And I'm back with you right after this quick break. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Hello and welcome back to the Joel Mahalan Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Here we are. It's me and you and I'm glad you're here. But I got to tell you, this is, this is going to be such a struggle. As we mentioned throughout the podcast, we are on the beautiful southern shores of the Indian River Bay in Ocean View, Delaware, doing the podcast where for some unknown reason... This town is not in any satellite flight path of any mobile carrier. And we have Verizon Wireless. And so Verizon Wireless. And it's not just here in the campground. So you can't say, well, it's because you're in a campground. Um, anywhere in this town, basically, Verizon's Verizon Wireless's signal um, licks squirrel nuts. So, uh, Verizon, take that with a grain of salt, grain of sand, a grain of whatever you want, cream of wheat. It's horrible. And so the reason I say this is going to be such a struggle is because I cannot bring up any of the content that we store in the cloud. I started storing in the cloud for a reason. Because I was tired of not having the stuff at my fingertips not just this stuff any stuff I write novels I, I'm trying I have like four half written novels partially written novels I try and I had one that was almost complete many years ago and it crashed through the computer so now what I do is I keep my novels that I'm working on on the cloud they're on the Google cloud so I can work on them anywhere on the fly oh I got a thought let me go in there and work on that this is why I've done this. I participate in the cloud and I get the cloud. I get the whole thing. There's a lot of people that don't get it and they're like, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get this. We shouldn't be doing this. It's okay though. It has a lot of value. But there's no value to it, obviously, when you have no signal to reach out and get it. And that's the situation we have going on here. So this will be a struggle for you and I to have a conversation. Because my stuff is on the cloud. <laughs> and all we're getting is page can't be found, page can't be loaded, tap to retry. You know, I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out from retrying. <laughs> A little voice left to speak of. And I've got to get through this segment. So anyway, one of the things I wanted to talk about, since I started talking about books and novels or whatever, is I... <laughs> You know, I used to get in really big into audiobooks back when they were on cassette. What was that? Early 2000s. Late 90s, early 2000s. I used to go to the library all the time, and I would get a couple of them. You know? 
And I I used to drive one way to work, 73 miles. So I could kill a lot of audiobooks just going back and forth to work five to six days per week. Uh, apropos of what we were talking about earlier, I was running a movie theater. So... And then I got away from it, and I think it's a timing thing, right? I think you, you find you find yourself filling your time with other things, and sometimes that's out of necessity, and you lose track of doing the things that you'd like to do. And so I got away from it for a while, but I'm back into it now through Audible, which is an Amazon, John. And uh, so uh, Sharon and I use Audible, and she reads all her uh, vampire porn and I read my uh, thrillers and my horrors, and uh, and I just finished actually Bentley Little's The Haunted, which was very good. Uh, you know, if you like Stephen King, if you like Peter Straub, you should probably, if you haven't done this, give Bentley Little a try. He is an amazing horror writer, amazing. You know, and he doesn't drag points of the story out. I mean, he's a great storyteller. And it's so unfortunate that only one of his pieces, which was a short story called The Washingtonians, was ever made into anything on screen, and it was part of the Masters of Horror that Showtime did many years ago. And even that, the critics, his critics, um, really pissed on the whole thing because it really was not done, it was done in poor taste, and it did not, it, it, it had the core of the story, but it didn't follow the story. And I'm a believer that, listen, if you're going to take this work and put it on the screen, big screen, small screen, whatever you want to call it, I think it's worth your due diligence to make sure that the, that the story is interpreted. All right, these books aren't bestsellers for, no, for, for just no reason at all. And I've seen books, I've seen Stephen King books get trashed uh, in movies. And so I would always be concerned about that. And in fact, they're remaking Salem's Lot for a second time. And I'm treading cautiously. I, you know, I, and on one hand, I don't know how I feel about that. On the other hand, James Wan is involved, so I'm a little excited about it. So anyway... So I finished that. Now I'm listening to The Godfather, which is... I had the original audiobook. And uh, the the reader, the narrator, was terrible. And the one, they put out an anniversary edition audiobook, and it's read by Joe Mantegna, which is... Uh, he's doing a wonderful job. And that's what I wanted to talk about. When you're listening to an audiobook... And I, I think, I know people, I know people that have probably never thought of this. But let me tell you something. It depends on who's reading it. Uh, it just like it depends on who's directing or producing, who's going to make this into a movie. Whoever is narrating your book for you could make or break the story. Because I have heard some very bad readings I can't even get through. Cannot even get through. Because of the of the narrator, and then there's books by uh, Nelson DeMille, 
based with his character uh, John John Corey, and every one of the John Corey novels put into audiobook read by Scott Brick. Now I interviewed Scott Brick years ago on my previous program. And I reached out to him and interviewed him. And I interviewed him on my birthday, by the way, because I think he is amazing at what he does. And I, th- and, I and I told him, I said, you make John Corey come to life. And I don't think anyone else could do it. And I would be highly critical of anybody who tries to portray him on the screen. And that's how I feel about that. And so I told him it was such a high honor for me to be able to interview him because I feel he's and he's so talented. And that's not the only work he does. Uh, you know, I listen to one or two other things, but you know, uh, they were fantasy, and I'm, I don't get into fantasy too much. But the person reading can make or break the book. I read a short story. Or was it a? I couldn't get through it, so it was a short story for me, that's for sure. Stephen King was reading one of his own pieces, not reading one of his own stories. It did not work out. Stephen King, you you do okay with the pen. Turn the microphone off and go back to work. So I have flat out stopped listening to books for that reason. Um... And just because an actor is reading it, like Godfather right now is being done by Joe Mantegna, because just because an actor is doing it doesn't mean it's going to be good because they're a great actor. Voice acting is different. So I've heard actors read books that have ruined them, and I've heard actors that did really good. So anyway, that's just my feeling and my input on audiobooks. I don't know if you guys enjoy them. Uh, I and, and you know audio is becoming a big thing now because you can multitask, right? So I know people who listen to everything and not watch it. And if you look at YouTube, you'll find so many things. I mean, my podcast is there, right? Sharon and I are on there every week. You'll find audio things that are put to pictures or a static picture. It doesn't matter, but it's a place people will go and flock to to listen. To stories being told to them, and that's because we're in a world of a multi, uh, a multitasking world, and so I think that is giving rise to audiobooks again. I think that's why Audible is doing so well. And in the past year or two, I've really seen this YouTube thing explode, where people are putting their podcasts there, their audio podcasts there, uh, they're putting uh, other stories there. Uh, uh, people who are, who are basically nobodies are going onto you, YouTube and narrating other things to a picture. And they're getting hits. Why? Because they're reading interesting content. So there's this explosion in the, the whole audio story thing again. And ho- hoping that uh, you listening to me right now is in, is is being uh, I'm I'm gaining your interest. I hope <laughs> not having my content is really driving me crazy. But that is one of the things that I wanted to talk uh, talk to you about. Yeah, I am talking to you about it. 
That's what we're doing. And also, I wasn't fully prepared because I wanted to have some independent music this week on the segment, and I don't have the right computer where all the independent music is stored. <laughs> so this has really turned into uh, a very, uh, I will say, a very, I don't want to say difficult because I can, say, I can talk forever. But it's challenging because it's not like I can talk to just anybody in front of me. We can have a conversation about anything. You don't want to hear about just anything. You don't want to hear about the restaurant I was at today. That's not what we do here. I try to entertain you with the things that we pull from the internet or you know a magazine or a paper. And we put a twist on it or we just deliver it to, to you because it's important stuff. And... So it's not that I'm not a great talker and I'm actually a pretty good storyteller. But when we're talking here, I I would imagine that you want what we call content. You want quality content is what you're looking for. And uh, that's where my challenge is this week. Is in a position we're at with this crappy Verizon signal not being able to get to our content pieces that are on the web. So, uh, so I have to think about that. I had to think about how that's going to work. I should have been better prepared, and I apologize for that. I'm, I wasn't better prepared. So, um, there's that. But other than that, um, I know that there is... I could tell you this is really important because you should be careful of this. There is... Uh, recently, the federal government started with their child tax credit payments that they're doing each month. And I don't know if anyone has realized this. And if you haven't, tell your friends that they have children and they're getting these payments. It's like anything else. It's like anything and everything else. The scammers have developed ways to try and take your money from you, your identity from you, by using this child tax credit payment thing as its backdrop. Nothing safe. Everything is on the table. It's like everything is in their Easter basket for them to come and just pluck away and and come after us with. So they're going to try to get any information that they can by targeting you by email, by text, by phone call. So, and usually there's uh, different ways, and most of them are three or four common ways that I would say, here's how you look for the problem, and here's what you can do about it. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... This is simpler than that. Because here is the deal. The federal government knows who you are. From your tax records, they know who you are, they know how many children you have, and they know what tax credits you're supposed to have as far as the child tax credit. And so the bottom line with that is is all the payments are direct debits. So the reason I say that's really the only thing you need to know is there's no one to call. No one will call you. You will not get emails or texts 
from anyone saying that they need to talk to you about this. Any such thing is an invitation to the scammer's dance. Anything like that is an invitation. An invitation that you don't want. You have to protect yourself. The scammers are out there and the and they have plucked this from the Easter basket. This is their new candy. And I I still can't believe every day that goes by, I'm still crazy, crazy stupid with the idea that they are making tens of billions of dollars a year. Think of that money every year that's leaving people's personal income because they're being scammed out of it. And if you think of it like I felt like I really get into thinking about it and I have I have violent tendencies, I have violent thoughts of what can be done with these people that do this because we're we're hard working people. And 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 somehow they're talking enough people out of their money they're talking enough people out of their identity that they're able to maintain the lifestyle they have, the billions that they're pulling in every year. So please be on the lookout for that if you haven't heard about it. Now you have. Now you've heard about it. And that brings us up to the end of the segment. I can't even believe that I got here. I was really nervous about the you know delivering uh, to you guys, but uh, what, really what that means is I have more content saved for the next time because I couldn't get to it, so you get to enjoy it at another time. But I hope you enjoyed this rambling of this segment, and we want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. We invite you to subscribe. The website is www.jmtalk.net and you can subscribe to the program. You can listen to it right there. You can get the news and you can check out the contacts. You can also find us on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Also drop us a line. Love to hear from you at Radio at gmail.com. So that's the ways to get a hold of us. I'm going to invite everybody to please be careful over the coming week so we can all get together again next week. Be good to one another and for... Uh, On behalf of the lovely Sharon and myself, thank you for listening. And we will catch you next time. (laughs) 